thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host, Wendy Stewart, Fortnite's show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion. Welcome everyone to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host, Wendy Stewart. Thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is all about that C word. No, not that one, which I never ever use. The C word is Christmas. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. I'm sure by the time you're listening to this, a lot of us are deep in the throes of all our Christmas cray cray. Well, I would like to I would like to encourage you to not be in the middle of that Christmas cray cray. So this episode is all about Christmas and some tips about how to survive it, make it better, help yourself and be kind to yourself as you go through this festive season. I love this time of year. I love the decorations. I love the catching up with everybody. I love acknowledging those who have been part of your year, saying thank you, whether it's with a card, a small gift, you know, celebrating with different sets of friends with lunches and barbecues and dinners, all that good stuff that, you know, is all part of Christmas these days. It's really, really a wonderful time of year as long as you can handle it, as long as you pace yourself and as long as you're kind to yourself. For myself personally, Christmas has always been about getting organised. I've got to be organised, otherwise I just don't survive it. My birthday is the 25th of November and I have always teased all my family and friends and um, not just teased but actually encouraged that there will be no Christmas talk around me until the 26th of November after my birthday's over. Realistically, that's just not possible. And I know because I like to get a little bit organised and, you know, I don't want to have this massive pressure in December. I start early. I make my lists, whether it's the present list, the Christmas card list, all the things I want to do and make, I start doing all of this. It really starts after the AFL grand final in September. Once that's over and, you know, October hits, I have probably usually already made some of my handmade Christmas cards that I give out to family and friends and, you know, whoever I exchange cards with, I start doing them. And so that that's one big job that's done and I don't have to stress about it. I have learnt in the past that if I leave it to the start of December to do any of my Christmas prep, I am in a flap because seriously, you have maybe, you know, okay, 24 days, but they're not all, you know, they're not all free days for you to go shopping or to, you know, to cook or to bake or to make handmade gifts or anything like that. So my first tip is get organized. And if it's too late for this year, then maybe for next year. Start getting organized. You know, I know lots of people who Christmas shop all through the year, put gifts away, and they're really good at that. Me, not so much. I don't, I don't really tend to do that. I start to make my cards. I start to make my lists. So I know what's ahead of me and what I've got coming. I also encourage you, like with so many of my wonderful family and friends, we do either Secret Santa, Kris Kringles, or we only give the kids gifts and we don't really give to the adults. We prefer to go out together, catch up, have a meal, just sit down, chill out, have some time together. And I think, you know, for me and my beautiful husband, that's been much more effective over the years, especially as we get older. Don't get me wrong, I'm still like a kid on Christmas morning. Santa always brings a present for Duncan and I under our tree. And it might just be something silly, but it's fun. 
I love to decorate our house and usually that's not till the 1st of December because I don't like decorating before then. It's just a thing for me but if you know I know there's other people out there who decorate way before so whatever works for you. I think the key to all of this is find what works for you and your family. You know whether it's all your beautiful Christmas traditions, all the things you do together at this time of year plan it, do it, implement it, and then just sit back and enjoy it. I think that's the most important thing I would love to say on this whole episode is just please be kind to yourself. Please pace yourself. Please know how much effort and everything you're going to have to go to to get yourself organized if that's the kind of Christmases you have. And just be kind to yourself and plan it a little bit ahead and try and, you know, get all those little tasks done that you can in the lead up to the big day or the big days um, that you have because I know a lot of people catch up on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day or on Boxing Day and the celebrations keep going. So if you're organized, I think it just makes it a lot easier for you and yourself and you don't stress as much and you're not under that constant Christmas pressure and you can sit back and possibly enjoy yourself. Another thing I do to help my husband and myself get through Christmas is to make sure our food is organized. If we're running around being busy and, you know, going here and going there and just not having a lot of time to be in the kitchen, that's when you fall down. That's when you end up eating things that are possibly not the best for you, not the most appropriate for your style of eating. So may I suggest pre, pre-make food, stock your freezer, stock it way before, do it in November if you have to, stock your freezer with whatever you can so that all you have to do is come home and reheat and you're not, you know, deviating from your eating plan or your eating goals or anything like that. Yes, there is going to come times where you're going to be celebrating with other people. You're going to be out there. You're going to be possibly not in control of all the food you're going to eat. What do I do? I make the best choice I can at the time. Usually if you're going out to restaurants or anything like that, and I've said this before, you can pre you can ring the restaurant ahead of time explain to them that you know you've got um allergies or dietary concerns most restaurants are so happy to do a bit of grilled meat whether it's beef chicken lamb or steak or even you know a piece of fish happy to do your steamed veggies and a piece of grilled meat or something like that if that's what you eat if you know if you're vegetarian of course there's other options And you don't have to miss out on all the good stuff around Christmas. You don't have to miss out on all the traditional favourites. You don't have to miss out and not go to family functions and not be able to eat things. Moderation, I hate that word, I really, really do. But you know what? If you're having a celebration, eat the food, be with your family and friends, be with your loved ones. It's only an occasional food. It's a sometimes food that you're going to eat, not an all-the-time food. So there's no need to be miserable at your Christmas function than not eating. Okay, I'm not saying eat everything in sight, but just pace yourself. Have a little bit. Don't deny yourself because, you know, if you really want that yummy Christmas pudding that your aunt has made, eat it. Have a smaller piece. Have half the amount you usually would. Half is better than nothing. And you know what? You don't want to sit there and miss out and feel miserable. That is not what anybody needs to be doing around this time of year. The other thing to remember is you're possibly going to be sleeping in different beds. You're going to be sleeping in, you know, strange places where, you know, if you're traveling on a trip at other family and friends. So take something, if possible, that makes it feel like home for you, whether it's your favorite blanket or it's a beautiful essential oil that smells like home or even take your pillow. If you can take your own pillow, I think that's half the battle one. Many of us are on planes and can't do that. 
but just take something that gets you through the week or the time you're away from your comfort zone. I always take a small aromatherapy burner with me, an electric one, so I can diffuse my beautiful oils in any room that I'm sleeping in. And it just makes it feel like home, calms me down, you know, makes you just drift off to sleep the way you can at home if that's what you're used to. It's a smell of home. It's a calming down smell. It's just, it's a wonderful thing that I have done for years and years and years, and it makes a massive difference to me whenever I'm away from home. This time of year is obviously can be very, very draining on all of us. You can be absolutely depleted of your energy and of your strength and of your stamina. The last few years I've coped with making sure I've still done my exercise when I can, going for a walk, even if it's shorter amounts of time, walking or in the gym, I've made sure that I have gone because I know that's going to set me up for a good day and set me up to, you know, stay on my track, stay on track with my movement, I beg your pardon. And even if, you know, you're away, you can always find a place to go for a walk. There are so many of us that are members of gyms that, you know, you have access to them all over Australia, some of them all over the world. So use them, use those memberships that you have, go and give yourself that time. For me, it's always zone up time. Put your favorite playlist on, put your headphones on and go for it. Or if you're not, you know, if you're not into the music while you're working out, just have some quiet time and just, you know, do what you need to do. Sometimes I'm on the treadmill at the gym and I've got my favorite podcast on and I'm listening. So I'm learning as well as exercising. Other times I've just got some lovely instrumental music playing, just drifting off in my own thoughts, but still moving and doing my exercise and, you know, making sure that I'm looking after myself. I know that if I don't look after myself, no one else will. And if I don't look after myself, I'm going to crash in a heap, be too tired to enjoy all the beautiful festivities around Christmas. Another thing I would love to encourage is to possibly give to a charity, give to a small charity, give to a big charity, give to any charity that you believe in and believe in the work that they do. There's so many people out there who are so much less fortunate than ourselves that need a little bit of an extra hand at Christmas. I know it's a big part of my year, the whole year I do whatever I can and give whatever I can, but we like to give a little bit extra at Christmas so that we can make a difference to somebody else's life. I also love sometimes doing little random acts of kindness. I started this in our court a few years ago. It's totally random. We just go and leave a box of chocolates on one of the neighbor's doorsteps. They have no idea. It's still the talk of the street five years later as to where these chocolates arrive from. My lovely husband is the secret Santa and creeps around in the dark, leaving things on people's doorsteps. And it's it's awesome. We we do we don't usually see them receive the gifts, but we know that they're there. And it's just something little that you can do. You could do it to your, you know, your friends, your neighbors. You could just turn up, leave something for them to discover. And I know, especially if there are kids involved, they get so excited. It's just a it's just a little idea, but I know it can have a big impact. The other thing is I would love to encourage you to think about all those people who are possibly alone at Christmas or who have lost loved ones and, you know, might might be alone for the first time at Christmas. Invite them to your table. Make sure they're okay. Check in on them. Check in on friends, especially older family members and relatives who might be alone. Include them in your celebrations if that's possible, if they live near you. Or even if they're not, you know, call them, make sure they're okay. Just check in on them. I think the nicest thing we can do for someone is to just check in and see that they're okay and what's going on and if they need a helping hand. 
A lot of my family live overseas, so my Christmas night is usually lots of time on the phone or sometimes on FaceTime or Skype, just connecting, wishing each other a Merry Christmas and just knowing that we're thinking of each other, even though we may not physically be together, we are together with the help of this amazing technology that we have available to us. So just be mindful as you go through your Christmas. There's a lot of people out there that, you know, Christmas is not the greatest time in, of the year for them. They don't like it. They might, they might you know, be traumatized by Christmas as a past where, you know, things haven't gone possibly according to plan or they've lost people that have been dear to them and that they spend Christmas with. If you can be mindful of it and include them in your celebrations, I I have a feeling they would really truly appreciate it. Now let's talk about presents. I don't do a massive amount of Christmas shopping anymore, but what I do do I buy from local local people who make it. I buy from our local stores, our small stores. I know our chemist and our florist have an amazing collection of gifts. So does our small little local jeweler who is incredible. I buy from friends and family who make things. I buy handmade gifts whenever I can. I shop at local markets, craft markets, farmers markets, all those amazing things that are around us. I avoid the big shopping centers and stores as much as I can. Sometimes that's not possible, but that's okay. And it's just something that I have tried to incorporate more and more. Even with your wrapping, you know, you can reuse bags, you can decorate bags, you can cut up, you know, old wrapping paper that you have, stick it on the front of bags, turn them into Christmas bags. Just think about what you're doing. Think about the footprint you're leaving on the planet. You know, think about, I don't know, use recycling bags. It doesn't matter. Just recycle your gift bags. I collect all the bags that, you know, we've been given over the years as Christmas presents and birthday presents, and I recycle them if they're, you know, not too damaged. And if I can repair them, I repair them. And I know as long as it looks nice and as long as it's, you know, the person receiving it's all good, there's absolutely no problem. And you haven't gone and bought another $20 worth of wrapping paper or another whole bunch of gift bags that, you know, when you've got stuff, just have a search around your house There is so much. I know I have not spent any money on wrapping paper or gift bags this year because I've been lucky enough to recycle all that I've had over the last few years and reuse them. And, I, you know, it's, yep, one less thing I can do to help the planet maybe just recycle a little bit. And to carry on just talking about your gifts, if you buy gifts that, you know, are of an ethical nature, that support a charity, that you know, have been made by local artists, local artisans. That's going to help a small business. These are the people that we need to support, especially at this time of year. They're all family businesses. They're all doing it tough. They're all doing it hard. If we can make a difference and buy from people like the, like them, we go so we go such a long way in supporting their businesses. And I know those handmade gifts mean so much to the people receiving them because they're all made with love. They're all beautiful pieces of work. And, you know, it, you're giving a little bit of yourself to another person and that can only be a good thing. So, you know, I encourage you to think about it. I encourage you to really think about where you're buying your gifts from, the gifts you are buying, what you're actually buying. You know, you don't need to be going the whole made in China hog. There's a beautiful handmade, made in Melbourne, made in Australia, made wherever you're listening to this, you know, in your local hometown. There are people that would love to, you know, love your support and love that you would buy their products and gift them to the ones that you love. 
And another another thing I would love to encourage you to think about is if you're into essential oils and aromatherapy, use your blends. Use those blends to support yourself through this time. Have a calm down blend, have an exhaustion blend, have a sleep blend. Diffuse them in your homes through your beautiful diffusers. Use them as roll-ons in your beautiful hand, you know, to carry them in your handbag so that you can roll them onto your wrists for yourself and your family members. Even when you're going on long car trips, there's spearmint oil is great for having in the car to keep you alert and alive and, you know, keeping everybody calm inside those cars on your hot days or on trips, you know, to see family and friends. There is so much you can do to support yourself. Make sure you're looking after yourself. Drink lots of water. Stay hydrated. I'm not saying don't enjoy a beverage or two, but make sure you're having as much water as you can as well to help yourself through that process. Maybe, you know what, just don't don't go to 100 things. Choose the parties. Choose the things you want to do. Choose the occasions you want to be at. Choose the people you want to spend time with. Pace yourself. Don't overschedule yourself. Don't overschedule your families. The little people need us to be really mindful of them too. They're just little people. And, you know, they're just little kids I'm talking about here that just want to possibly stay home and play with their presents. And I get that. But look after, you know, I know you would all look after them, but just be mindful of them and that they they need a little more love and nurture at this time too, just like all of us do. So I really hope you will find ways to help yourself through this festive season. Look after yourselves, love yourselves, do some self-care, make sure that, you know, you don't burn out and really take care of yourselves and those around you. I will be back with an episode before Christmas, but just in case you don't listen, I'd like to wish each of you a very happy, healthy and Merry Christmas. May you have a really wonderful festive time with your families and friends. Please look after yourselves. Please be mindful that you need to take super good care of yourself so that you can take good care of those around you. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Wendy's Way. If you liked it, I hope you'll give me a like on iTunes, subscribe to my show and share it with your family and friends. I'm so grateful to each of you who download my episodes and listen. I look forward to bringing you another one soon. So bye for now. Take care of yourselves and be kind to yourselves always. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.